Hello everyone, I am Marcibel and this is the Marcibel Podcast. Reverend David. Reverend David is fine. Okay. Alright, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the More Simple Podcast, a podcast for blacks and Asians and for cultural nomads and those who love them. I have a special form of interview today. I'll be interviewing Reverend David. I met him through my brother in law. He's actually the pastor of the church. And he has a platform that I'm very, very curious about because it's a platform for mobilizing youth to help with identity and purpose and also helping young people like me to be more involved in governance and politics, especially in Nigeria. And um, the first time I saw what the website was about, I read more about that and it got me really curious. So I remember talking to my brother-in-law. I'd like to talk to the person in charge of this and the rest of just says history. He's the, the head pastor of Jesus Evangelical Assembly. Yeah. And does um, everyone join me in welcoming Dr. Reverend David yeah. to the podcast. Hello, Reverend David. Hello, how are you doing? Very good, very good. Thank you so much for meeting with me last minute. Thank you. Yeah, um, and I can't wait to get to know more about you on this platform. Thank you. So could you please uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, I'm Reverend David uh, Sosa Iseyam, Senior Pastor of Jesus Evangelical Assembly. Um, we started December 1st, 1997. So we've, um, the ministry has been on for 20 years plus. And by the grace of God, we've been able by God's grace and by the Spirit of God to impact multitudes of souls, bringing them to salvation in Christ Jesus bringing about transformation of life. And many of them have discovered purpose, discovered their destinies, and have been empowered to excel in the different uh, sectors of, uh, of, uh, of, of life. And um, it's quite interesting, too, that um, at a time like this, at a time like this in our nation, mm-hmm. there is a great demand for, for us to see uh, the young people uh, come on board in providing governance and leadership in the nation. Uh, our church has um, is a church that has been uh, well embraced by the young people over these 20 years. So it's quite also instructive that uh, we, we are privileged to be in this, in this group, in this demographic group of people that uh, I strongly am fully persuaded that God wants to give a great opportunity to have a much larger stake in governance Nigeria, which is subsequently going to spread to the rest of Africa, and um, and provide um, the kind of leadership we've long yearned for in this part of the world. Very good, very good. I like that. I think one of the things you said was there's a demand for governance, especially among the youth, and I can say that for sure because we. One of the things I really thought was is we know how to argue and and complain about things, but in close circles in our social groups. So what do you think are ways we can, you know, be more intentional? Because this is the truth. Our government has failed us. The, 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 we've been sold lies and lies about how they'll do this and that for us. But realize consistently every four years or how many, you know, times they run, let's say eight years, it's just one thing or the other. And there's no progress as a whole as far as social infrastructure. How do you think youths like me, young people like me, can be more intentional and demand for the right of governance that we want? The, the, the way forward, which is what has already started with our movement, the Youth Revolution Movement, is for Nigerian youths to uh, resolutely decide uh, that this time around, instead of um, playing the old game, that is um, 
looking out for much, much older uh, group of politicians to, to support, to yeah, choose from. Uh, that this time around, let us, from amongst the youths, from amongst young, uh, vibrant, patriotic, uh, capable and credible yeah. uh, Nigerians, choose, you know, uh, the new bunch or the new breed of leaders at different levels of governance for the state of our houses of assembly, the houses of rep, the house of rep, the senate, governorship uh, slots in different states of Nigeria, and ultimately the presidency of Nigeria, all February, March 2019. Uh, we believe and we are absolutely confident that the youths, we have thousands of Nigerian youths uh, within the 18 to uh, 40 yeah. age demographic, and we also have a lot of, um, because our, our, we, we define the youths within uh, in two groups, yeah. 18 to 40, and then 41 to 59. Uh, 41 to 59 are the much um, older um, uh, group, and uh, we still feel they also have a place to play, especially in mentoring and mm. grooming, yeah. you know, the younger uh, group to realize their full potentials. Mm. We believe that if the, uh, we have thousands of very capable, patriotic, credible young men and women in Nigeria who can provide the kind of leadership that this nation needs that will turn this nation from a third world nation to a first world nation. Mm. And we are galvanizing uh, millions of youths across the nation uh, to come on board the youth revolution movement and let us collectively, resolutely, you know, uh, bring about the change we have long yearned for. Yeah. I see that happening, and by the grace of God, come February, March next year, we shall celebrate a major takeover of the governance of Nigeria by um, by the youths in this country. Okay, um, let's let's delve in the not back a little bit in time. Why do you think consistently it's been? We've seen that that trend of poor governance, riddled with corruption, and just you know total disregard for the populace. Why do think that's been like our major narrative as, Niger as Nigerians? Why do you think Nigeria is always that place that we just never seem to get it right as far as good governance? Well, part of the problem is that over the years, um, a lot of uh, credible Nigerians have stayed away from politics. They focused on the different other sectors of life and um, many of them have excelled, you know, in their chosen career and chosen fields. So what we've had is that um, the political terrain, the governance realm, uh, has been left, you know, in the hands of um, a lot of incompetent, you know, unpatriotic uh, set of Nigerians, mm -hmm. and that is why we have we have the kind of system we have today. Um, but one one of the quickest ways we could bring about a dramatic and drastic change is to is to look out for um, a new breed of Nigerians. Who have who are patriotic, and who have uh, who have a burning uh, national interest, and then the given competence and capability to to lead at very key levels. That of course starts from the presidency, mm -hmm. the senate, you know, and then of course in the uh, down to the states as mm -hmm. governors. Yeah. Now, if we have a new team of um, credible leaders piloting the affairs of this nation at these key levels, it is going to spark off, you know, an overwhelming um, change, you know, in the entire governance structure of the nation. Mm -hmm. And when that happens for a minimum period of, 
of four years, yeah. uh, it will have already, it will, it will change, yeah. yes, it will change the pattern. Yeah. Mm, it will okay. change the pattern. Two follow-up questions to that. You mentioned a very um, key set of people. Those are the ones that are capable, but are not interested, for mm. one reason or the mm. other, mm. to run for political offices, mm. but they do have the capabilities. Mm. How do you think we can engage those people, one, and then you, two, how does your platform, YRM, address that gap? Fortunately, um, 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 currently, the national youth leader of um, the Pentecostal uh, Fellowship of Nigeria, um, the youth wing. The one that has more than 17 yes, million? Yes, yeah, when we have more than 17 million uh, youths uh, on just this platform. Mm -hmm. And um, and all of these youths we are talking about are 18 years and above. They are all eligible voters. Uh, that already gives a strong starting point in this in this um, mobilization drive yeah. we have embarked upon. Uh, what we've seen is that we, within a very short time, we have a target of 50 million, 50 million youths, and um, we, we, uh, we are right on course with our action plan. And within a given period of time before the end of this year, we, we, we expect to have um, achieved this 50 million target of Nigerian youths. And there's a, we are going to, this will be verifiable figures and we, we have some plans, uh, which I may not disclose now, which yeah. we may disclose later in the year, yeah. uh, which will give, is going to boost that, so those moves will boost the confidence of Nigerian youths. And it will also give them the, 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 the effrontery to actually come all out and vote, uh, for a new breed of Nigerian leaders who will be predominantly young men and women or other older Nigerians that are proven to have a sincere, very sincere uh, consideration for the interest of the youth of this nation. Mm, very good, mm. very good. Um, for your platform, the YRM, given that it's, it's such a large number of young people, mm. what's the dissemination mode like? How do you engage the young people? Because that's a large number. Of uh, for now, we, we've, we just launched it um, uh, barely two, uh, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. and, uh, we, we, but we already have structures like I told you, we have structures and some of the leaders, youth leaders coming on board um, are also pre pre presiding over uh, different platforms yeah. that have structures um, of youth. Some nationally, some at some regions and some uh, in some other dimension. So we, we, we are taking advantage of the existing structures and um, that also reduces the time we would have spent trying to uh, build up one. Yeah. Now, in terms of engagement, we have multiple strategies we are using um, combined to achieve that purpose. We are going to have town hall meetings in um, in in um, the six regions of Nigeria. After that, we'll go to every state of Nigeria, and then uh, we'll be having meetings with youth leaders. And these youth leaders will subsequently reach out to uh, millions of other youths in the other localities of Nigeria within their own states to take back the message we have passed across. Uh, we are also taking full advantage of the um, of the online platform, yeah. which creates a much uh, bigger opportunity yeah. for all of us to to um, yes to engage on a consistent basis. And uh, we are building up strongly on that. I did see your Instagram page. You have a way of being timely with information, okay. like one of the assurance okay. with Davido and Chow. Okay. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was neat. Um, so I'm a Nigerian in diaspora, in the diaspora. I live in the US and I'm proudly Nigerian. Anyone that sees me, they know I'm Nigerian because I 
kind of stuff like Nebo Nigeria. That's great. But it's a part of me that just aches because I'm not very proud mm. of Nigeria as a whole mm. sometimes. Especially that constant, you know, um, poor governance, corruption. Mm. It seems like tables have flipped. Values that we had held on to as far as distancing ourselves from the corrupt people and eschewing, you know, um, bad acts. Mm. And you see that trickle down to the youth who want to gain money mm. and wealth any way possible. Mm. Now, um, for people like me, I think selfishly, one of the reasons I am engaged on this platform is I want a Nigeria I can come back home to, like freely. I want a Nigeria I can talk to my friends, for mm. example, my Korean friends about. I want a Nigeria I can bring them to so they can see and be mm. proud about it. Mm. But even coming home after seven years, seeing just how the infrastructure has even gotten worse in mm. some areas, like mm. the roads, mm. lack of proper um, mm. drainage, mm. lack of you know steady power supply. Mm. From your platform, how do you engage people like me to believe that you know, Nigeria is going to get better or Nigeria is, it, Nigeria will be better because they've been telling us it's going to get better yeah. without giving us a timeline. Mm. For people like me lost in diaspora, people that want to come back home, why should we be interested in what you have to offer us? Well, I have very good news. Fortunately too, uh, we have a great opportunity, a golden opportunity to bet a new Nigeria come February, March 2019 as we hold the um, general elections. Yeah. Uh, to elect a new team of leaders across the nation. I see ahead of us a new Nigeria. I see a new Nigeria where things are being done properly as it obtains in first world nations. I see a new Nigeria where we will have an unprecedented infrastructural transformation within a record space of time. These things are not just dreams. These things are dreams that have actually turned into reality. We've seen the uh, model in Singapore. Yeah. We've seen the economic trans revolution in China. Mm -hmm. We have also seen the infrastructural transformation in uh, United Arab Emirates in Dubai. Yeah. And uh, these things were conceived, these things were visionized, these things were planned, these things were executed. And these things became, you know, these yeah, are success stories. Yeah. I see that happening in Nigeria, even on a greater magnitude. I see it happening within a shorter time. Fortunately, we are blessed with everything that any nation could, could need to achieve such a dream in the realm of nation building. Yeah. Um, what then is lacking is, um, is having, you know, a president, a president who truly has a, a burning passion for the birth of this new and greater Nigeria. Secondly, we need a nationalist, you know, a president who is a true nationalist, who will be coming in there not to prove, you know, to pursue some ethnic, tribal, yeah. or, you know, regional sentiment, but is there to, pro to protect and pursue the interest of the generality of Nigerians, yeah. including Nigerians in the diaspora. You know, so I, I, I see that coming into play with the election of this new team of leaders that um, uh, the youth revolution is also clamoring for and uh, which some of us will, by the grace of God, uh, will be offering ourselves to the Nigerian electorate uh, to uh, be given the opportunity to provide the kind of leadership we need to turn around this country in a record space of time. It is indeed possible. It has happened not once, not twice, not thrice in different nations of the world, and it is going to happen here in Nigeria. All right. Um, thank you for that. Um, 
Reverend David. So I think another platform you have on your website was the Beauty Change Initiative. And accordingly, this is, it's, it's going to be rolled out soon, right? Yes. And it's to help you to be mobilized to solve social problems in our localities. Yes. Okay, I was talking to Brad Jamal and know about that. I've studied a lot about Korean economic development mm-hmm. and that word locality, there was something that really happened in the 1960s and 1970s in, okay. in, Korean, in Korea. It's called the Civil Undong Initiative okay. and it was by the um, Park Chung-hee administration. And according to historians now, that singular act was like led to a cascade of events, what we see as, you know, Korea, the big powerhouse now. And what's this initiative about mm-hmm. is where local communities are giving the infrastructure they need to build mm. their own you know community. Okay. So take for example, they were giving sacks of bags of cement. Okay. They were giving they were tasked with policing, mm. with keeping the streets clean, mm. building um public ha- toilet houses. Mm. So every part of Korea was divided into square blocks. And you were like they, they had like leaders responding for the blocks. They engaged young adults. Mm. And I feel like that is the key to solving our problem in Nigeria. Similarly with Korea, we already have that social cohesiveness. Mm. We're very, how, there's a social fabric that runs through us as Nigerians. Mm. There's a bit of nationalism that, like, I think that's the word for it. Yeah. But it feels like for, for the longest time we've been very distracted with other things. Mm. Do you think if we're to borrow that leaf, and they've studied this extensively in other countries, I don't know how really replicable it has been in other countries, but I feel that's one of the key um, solutions in solving our problem. Mm. That energy we have, that yes. passion we have, yes. directing it to our locality. Because yes. people talk about the government, the government, but look at in front of your house, you're dumping trash there, and then yes. that causes, you know, the, the, um, causes a lot of uh, backlog of water, especially yes. when it's raining. Yes. And then that leads to a lot of, you know, water burn diseases and then malaria. Yes. So, like, your initiative, Be the Change, where you used to be mobilized to solve social problems and crisis. Mm-hmm. Do you think if we were to adopt something similar to what I talked about in Korea, do you think that's something that could be, you know, tenable here in Nigeria? Oh, certainly. Um, in the next um, few weeks, we'll be moving into the next phase okay. of um, our action plan on the Youth Revolution platform. And um, what, you just, what you're talking about is already uh, part of what we have in mind. Uh-huh. And um, we've uh, done, we've adopted at least 10 models uh-huh. that have um, um, been successfully uh, implemented in different parts of the world, yeah. and uh, we we are the in the weeks ahead of us. We are going to start uh, unfolding them uh, on the Youth Revolution platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things we found out certainly is that Nigeria has not also realized its full potential because we have uh, the people have also left too much on the hands of the government. And so we found out that we, for things to turn around within a shorter uh, space of time, we all need to be engaged in building this new Nigeria we we so strongly yearn for. And uh, the youths want to take a frontier position in this, in this uh, BD change uh, drive. And uh, in this, in this program that will be coming up in the next phase of our, of our uh, action plan, we will be leading millions of Nigerian youths to engage themselves in different acts of community uh, development in their localities all over Nigeria. Yeah. Also, we will engage in a major reorientation, major reorientation uh, of Nigerian youths as to certain things, certain attitudes we have towards different issues in the country but which we all need to change, starting from Nigerian youths, yeah. so we can provide an example 
that the rest of the population will certainly buy uh, into as well. So in the weeks ahead of us, um, uh, what, what uh, you are highlighting now would already be playing out yeah. and I, I believe it's also going to attract a lot of global attention. Well, very good. And I hope that becomes reality because I think that's one of the very key things we've been missing from past administrations. Mm. Just putting all of our energy, like mm. our unbridled energy into work, making us feel as young people that we also matter and our voices matter mm. and not marginalizing us, mm. treating us as kids mm. anymore, but mm. using us for what we're supposed to do. And mm. that's taking the country, Nigeria, to the heights it needs to be, because we are the giant of Africa, but I feel like for a very long time now, we haven't really been expressing that giant part of us. Yes. Right. I think it's safe now to let everybody listen to this, that you, you intend to declare your um, intentions to run for Nigerian presidency come yeah. 2019, right? Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about you know your platform and what you set out to do regarding that side? Yes, I, uh, the, I, I will be fulfilling um, a, a, a vision and conviction I've had about a great new Nigeria, and I've had this for over 20 years. I'm fully persuaded that the time, the time, the appointed time, the perfect time to step into the scene and, um, and um, execute the appropriate steps towards realizing that long-term vision is finally here, come 2019. I, I have discovered that one of the major issues we've had in terms of uh, the failure of leadership, especially at the presidential level in this country, is because we have not had the pres- we have not had leaders who truly have uh, 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 such a strong, a strong burning interest. Uh, for for the nation, far above all other, in, including personal uh, interests. So nationalistic ones. Yes, and you know the moment we have an, a, a a president who is so determined, so determined to see the manifestation of this great Nigeria, this new Nigeria, this better Nigeria, this first world Nigeria, within a four year term, within a four year term. The moment we have a president with this mindset, you know, and who also has a proven a track record mm-hmm. of, you know, being yeah, able, ha- yes, having laudable uh, uh, dreams and also working, uh, having a good strategy in implementing them, that would be a major uh, starting point. Mm-hmm. And then a second factor I've also found out is that Nigeria needs a president that is courageous. Nigeria needs a president who will have the will, the will, the strong will to carry out some very, very, um, uh, uh, maybe unpopular, but most required uh, strategic decisions that will bring about the turnaround of this nation and the correction of certain age-long problems in this country within a record time. You see, we found out that most of the time, these two issues, these two qualities I just mentioned, yeah. are the same. Are the very reasons why, yeah, you know, we have we have presidents and um, not much happens at the end of the day. We haven't had a president that really had that beyond their personal interests, mm. that courage, the ability to move the nation forward. Mm. You know, one of the, the primary goals, uh, responsibilities of a of a leader yeah. is to provide security for your citizens. Mm-hmm. Second is the welfare of your people. Social welfare. Yes, you know and. Um, that is obviously not 
what we are experiencing today. Yeah, you can even tell that despite the hardships, Nigerians are very, they're probably one of the best people can govern because mm. we, com we don't complain, mm. which is a problem in itself, mm. but we are our own government. Mm. You provide your own source of electricity mm. using you know, generators, um, inverters, mm. and whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. You provide your own source of water, yeah. digging your borehole, mm. you help to pave the streets on you. Mm. So you're asking, then what is the government really doing? Well, you know, it seems to me that the country as a whole has been running on entropy and entropy, there's a bit of, of order in entropy. Mm. The order we see is what ah, things are working. Not really, though. Well, um, I have another question for you. So your platform as a whole is religion, because you're a pastor, right? Yes. And I want to imagine that like, YRM was birthed based on you know your um, appointment as the head of Utah Pentecostal Mission. Mm. Am I correct? Yeah. Now, um, some I want to argue that we've had pastors come up and try to run for presidencies. We've had um, this a huge religious sentiment. Or sometimes even tribes or what part of the country you're from mm. and this hasn't really helped us as well because mm. it's either you're muslim or you are from the north mm. or you run as a christian on that kind of platform for those that are just not even big on religion for those that they don't want to hear or you're a pastor or you're from the north how do we convince these people that your platform is going to be different from those that have come before you i think the one of the safest the safest uh, criteria or process through which you can you can um, do a, a, a carry out an investigation of uh, the potential um, uh, attitude of a coming president is to look at his track record, okay. look at his antecedents. Um, I have an excellent record in terms of uh, being detribalized. Um, I pastored by the grace of God. I'm the senior pastor of a of a church in uh, in Nigeria. Uh, and if you look at the leadership structure of my church, if you look at the uh, the congregation composition of my church, it's, it's certainly, you know, it absolutely shows you a detribalized uh, church leader. You know, it's not like we have a, a, the church leader is from a particular region or tribe of the country and all uh, the majority of the congregation and all the leaders are from that, are from that same thing. You know, so that is an excellent um, indication of my persuasion as a true nationalist. You know, and of course you can, um, you know, you can have a leader from any background. Yeah. What is more important is that he has that national interest. list as interest. And yeah. they're courageous. Too. Yes, and it's quite courageous. You know, so we can have a devote, someone who is devoting his faith. He has integrity, is God-fearing, is God-loving. But as a leader, he's not, he's not, you are not going to be president just over Christians in Nigeria. Yeah. You are going to be president over Muslims, president over non-Muslims and non-Christians. So you have to provide leadership, make Nigeria a safe and better place for people of all religion. And that is exactly what I'm bringing to the table. Let's go back to your church. Um, you do have a lot of people there, a lot of young adults. Can you give us a like, few examples of how you've been able to engage the youth in your church and how that can be, how, how we can extrapolate that as a way to engage the other youth outside of your boundaries as far as the church is concerned? It's a, it's a proven process, proven, tested, and absolutely effective. One is to, you know, orientation. Give them sound teachings, showing them that they have the capacity to stand on their own. They have the capacity to uh, be empowered. They have the capacity to excel. They have the capacity to be successful in any sector 
of, of life and the society. And that's exactly what has played out here. Many of our, our much older uh, folks in the, in the church today uh, joined when they were uh, teenagers. Some joined as young adults. And the message, the process that we have put in place here has successfully brought about this transformation. We are bringing this to the Nigerian polity. And it's, it's been known to work and it's certainly going to work in the, in the larger context of our nation, Nigeria. Very good. Um, along that line, um, I think one of the things I've really observed, especially with the churches, and I'd like for you to speak to that uh, in your capacity, is that religious leaders as a whole, they have a huge role to play. Mm. And I feel like they haven't been doing very well in that area. You know, um, an average Nigerian is religious. You know, they, they belong to a religious institution, be it you know, Christendom or you know, Islam. But the message of being more interested in governance and arming the youth with the right tools they need to have a identity and purpose and also demand for better governance mm. is missing. Mm. What would you like to say to pastors like you that are like seeing this mm. or what pastors like you that have that disconnect? Do you think, one, they should also get a word with your vision mm. as far as talking to the young adults mm. in their congregation as well? And two, do you think pastors as a whole or, Christian, or imams or whatever platform as a whole if they were to engage in the same narrative over and over again mm. that can also help change what is currently attainable in our country Nigeria yes you are quite right part of the problem or mistake we the church made in Nigeria was that in the past um, the, the gospel of the kingdom the full gospel of the kingdom wasn't being preached the gospel of the kingdom you know it goes beyond it goes beyond the four walls of the church yeah. and um you know, we, we Christians are supposed to uh, be transformed in character, transformed in uh, in attitude, and then go into the larger society and express yes, and then become role models mm-hmm. that others can learn from. You know, so uh, but that has just recently changed because um, now we are teaching uh, Christians in the church on the seven mountains of the nation. You know, we have the family, uh, we have the mountain of education. We have the mountain of uh, the media. We have the mountain of governance and politics. We have the mountain of business and economy. We have the mountain of arts and entertainment. Now, in the past, (laughs) in the church, in fact, you know, it was uh, politics and governance was a Uh no-no. You know, uh, media, entertainment, uh, entertainment and uh, arts was a no-no. You know, but... You know, that wrong perception and conception has been corrected. And yes, it was incomplete. So uh, now the eyes of um, everyone is being properly opened to know the full dynamic, the full package of the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom. And I believe that um, very, very soon we'll start also seeing the full effect of this new level of awareness in the church. Good. Thank you for that. Um, Another question I had if you're liberty to say, can you tell us your agenda? Like, how many points and then the ones you are liberty to let us know so at, the, at least we can start having an idea of what kind of we've, we've done we've done a very thorough you know very thorough appraisal of the nigerian of the nigerian situation the nigerian uh, 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 challenge and we 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 are glad to say that nigeria can be fixed in a much shorter time than most nigerians could even imagine that is the good news we have. And um, uh, some key areas that must be given priority attention. And first of all, is the economy. And under the economy, you know, we'll be having some dramatic changes coming 
through just a few policy decisions. Like? Uh, well, not all of them. Not yeah. all of those policy decisions, as we have been advised, will be uh, mentioned in okay. detail. Yeah. Yes, you know? And that is where the the nationalist uh, uh, interest of the of the president comes in. Yes, because we found out that uh, there are some there are some decisions that need to be taken yeah. in the interest of the majority of Nigerians, but which will not favor certain cartels, certain cabals, mm. and certain oppressors of like the Nigerian the people. Issue, right? uh -huh. So yeah. you know we know what to do, yeah. but we have been advised to what keep to some of those things to our chest. Okay. You know, but give our people the assurance that within a record space of time, like electricity, which comes as a second major issue after economy, okay. electricity can be provided 24-7 in Nigeria within within uh, 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 the four-year term mm -hmm. that will be available to the next president of Nigeria. We ha If this government had done that, done what we have found could be done, Nigerians now would have had 24-7 electricity in at least 80%, 70% of mm -hmm. Nigeria. Mm -hmm. We have found that, that uh, using a combined approach a combined approach of mini grids, yeah. you know, mini grids and the major uh, power uh, stations and all that, which is what they seem to have focused more on. Mm -hmm. Using a combined approach, we'll be able to have um, some areas of Nigeria being taken care of in terms yeah. of 24 hours power, power supply right from the first year uh, of a new government. And that is what is going to actually also play out. So number three is security. Mm -hmm. We are going to safeguard the life of every Nigerian. Nigeria will be one of the safest places to live in on the surface of this earth with this new government coming in from 2019. So security, you know, security is the third major priority of our of our of our 10-point agenda. Okay. And after that, we'll be looking at um, the issue of corruption, but corruption. Uh, one of the, the novelties we'll be bringing in is that we want to be more proactive. Yeah. Yes, in our campaign against corruption. We want to engage more in preventive measures against in the battle against corruption. Yeah. We do not want to continue in this old pattern of allowing corruption to persist. And then, you know, the selective judgment mm -hmm. that we continue to witness. Partisan yeah. uh, war against corruption. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, if you are corrupt... Uh, the government uh, calls you a corrupt person, but the moment you cross over and join the party, the the, the incumbent party, then then you become a saint. Yeah. You know, so all that has to stop. But for the interest of the current and future generation of Nigerians, we are going to block all the drains, financial drains in this nation that uh, through which the 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 system of corruption operates and has been flowing for several years. So we'll take proactive measures to cut short all those leakages that permits the massive level of corruption in Nigeria. Then human capital development. Human capital development. We'll be looking at under this, a part of it will be addressed, skill acquisition and the rest of them through our job creation and employment solution plans under that first point of economy. Yeah. But in addition to that, we'll be, they will be looking at education. We want to provide world-class education that will be free at in all uh, at the primary level all over Nigeria. Mm -hmm. We are going to make Nigerian every Nigerian at that at the age of ten would read, 
can will be able to read and be able to write as any other uh, 10-year-old student from any other part of the world where there is quality ed primary education. We are also going to carry out a major overhaul of our secondary education system and same for the teacher education system. So education is going to be a major area of investment uh, in the nation uh, for this new government. And the transformation is going to be so overwhelming and uh, the, multiple, the multiplier effect will be felt even within the first few years of this new government. Following up to that is, is the healthcare. Our healthcare structure today, system and structure today is, is in total, you know, is, is, is in yeah. a total mess. And yeah. we're going to bring about, we found that, that you see, the solution is, is there. The blueprint is available. One of the major issues we've had in Nigeria is a lack of sincere leaders who truly have the interest of the people at heart. Yeah. Secondly, we lack leaders who have the courage and the will, yeah. the political will, to bring about the necessary changes. Yeah. So these are some of the highlights, you know, of some of the things that then, of course, infrastructural transformation. Mm -hmm. And that is going to cut across the transportation sector. We're going to, you know, address the issue of transportation in Nigeria and bring it, you know, to to that uh, uh, exemplary uh, state that we could see in some first world nations. Yeah. Air travel, railway, waterways, and then our roads and uh, road transportation systems are going to be upgraded to what prevails in some of the uh, best models we have in the world uh, in the world today. So these are some of the highlights. And of course, uh, youth and women empowerment. Okay. Our youths are going to have it so good as they have never had it before. We are going to have young men and women at seven, having the privilege to serve in leadership at all levels of government. It has never happened in Nigeria. We are going to witness it for the first time from May 29th next year. Same for women. And when it comes to women, some, uh, you know, people are already, uh, some people are, who are privileged to be aware of my, uh, my, my presidential uh, intentions are already uh, sounding out the good news to Nigerian women mm. that they have found, they have found the person that would open the door mm. for the women to have their rightful place. Yeah. Because I have a track record in 20 years of ministry as a senior pastor, not by, by, you know, not by deliberate, um, uh, design, but, you know, also a reflection of my open, unbiased, uh, mindset towards women in leadership. Mm -hmm. When we had four, uh, four main female, um, uh, four, le four leaders in the church, you know, at the most senior level in the church, two were women. We had six, three were women. We had eight, four were women. Ten, five were women. Twelve, fourteen. It's, you know, it's always been happening. And when we were twenty, they were twenty, we were ten, ten. Okay. So that is also a pointer that come May 29th next year, as the new team of federal ministers, you know, will be unveiled in yeah. Nigeria out of the 42, Nigerian women can look forward to uh, hearing the names of 21 out of 42, 50% representation. That is even far above what women in Nigeria are currently agitating for. Mm. So we're going to have, uh, you know, it's going to be a good and great time and season for youth empowerment and women empowerment in Nigeria. Very good. Um, I'm kind of trickling down to the number of questions I have. So you've talked about so many things you tend to help 
to help Nigerian youth with, with your platform, the economy, electricity, um, empowerment, and also help you and such and examples of other things like that. What can we do for you as young adults? How can we help? One great initiative of uh, youths that was so beneficial to what I'm, I've set out to do is for them to join hands with me to promote, to spread, and to build the Youth Revolution Movement platform. Because um, we already have other existing structures in place. And we've dis we found that, that one way forward that will help us to achieve our dreams for the Nigerian youth is to have uh, a common platform which is what the youth revolution provides yeah. you know so at this takeoff stage we, are, we would appreciate so so much and so well uh, the youths in their millions coming on board mm -hmm. to to be part of this platform and also to be part of the uh, numerous uh, activities we are going to begin to come up with mm -hmm. in the subsequent phases as we uh, we provide the change that we seek in our nation Okay. Um, for those that might be interested in learning more about your platform, where can you currently be registered, sir? Uh, for now, we 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 are very much visible on um, on uh, on the on the internet, you know. So as many as possible can join us on our various social media uh, platforms. On we have a website, we have a, we are on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, you know. So they can reach us on any of our social media platforms, uh, which. All the just by the time you log into Youth Revolution Movement Nigeria, it takes you to okay. any of the sites, any of these points. Yeah. And for those listening, the website is www.yrmng.com, and you can enlist as a member between two age categories, 18 to 40 or 41 to 59. Mm -hmm. You can also follow them on Instagram and Twitter as yrm underscore ng. And um, well, I think I'm done with all my questions. So do you have any final points? Before we wrap this up, sir, um, I want to just appreciate you for what you're doing, you. and um, I also want to um, I want to say that um, having in mind uh, and having uh, having come to know uh, what uh, are the intentions for the new Nigeria, yeah. uh, I would like you to also, uh, along with many other Nigerians and many other young men and women. Um, Use your platform and use all your contacts and your your scope of influence uh, to to governize, you know, to governize our Nigerian people to to come forward and join hands to bring about the Nigeria of our dreams through the various uh, steps I've highlighted in yeah. my in my points much earlier, Bet yeah. especially between this period. Uh, within this period of the campaigns uh, for the elections, year. yes, and the elections next year. Yeah. And I can tell you that in speaking to so many young people, especially those in diaspora, this is their dream as well. Especially with the weak infrastructure, mm. poor healthcare system, mm. um, lack of identities mm. and poor governance. Mm. Just some of the, a lot of the issues, slew of the issues that have been affecting us. People are really clamoring for a change. Mm. It's just that we know, and we can admit now that we haven't been channeling those anger and, and our voices into one. We've just been talking behind closed doors and just mistalking. We haven't been very purposeful in our grievances. So that's why I'm really, really excited to talk to you and just hear what you have to say. 
because engaging the youth, I think, is one of the things that have been missing a lot in previous governance. And my hope is that, you know, whoever is going to be president can run with this idea and in building our country to what it needs to be. And it starts with us making those changes by ourselves and to stop, you know, um, all the marginalization, be it gender, be it by tribe, be it by, you know, um, geographic lines. So uh, thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate your audience. And um, I do wish you the very, very best in your aspirations. And um, hopefully, maybe my next year I can say I got the privilege to interview an incumbent president. I didn't by, even know it then. By the grace of God. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank and you I wish so you a very much. lovely day ahead. God bless you. All right. You're most welcome.